Welcome back to Hockey Prospect Radio. Here's Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. We're back and powered by PowerPlayer, hockey player development software at thepowerplayer.com. This is our regular segment with Dr. Kevin Willis, sports psychologist and mental coach in our segment called It's All Mental. Dr. Willis, thank you very much for coming on our show once again. Hey, guys. How's it going? Things are great. And as we continue to go through your book, Hockey Grit, Grind in Mind, we are now into chapter five, which is practice. The topic this week in this segment is choosing deliberate practice. It's interesting that this is in your book. I've read this subject matter in some other books about deliberate practice and the difference between just going on on the ice or just training or whatever you're doing, whether you're a player or an executive or whatever your you know vocation is and trying to get better at that because I had read a book on a bunch of different aspects of looking at people that work in an industry for up to 10 years and did they actually get have they been improving had they get better and it was about 77 percent of the people in any vocation actually got worse at their job after 10 years comparative to their first three years that they were there, even though they were new because they stopped their growth mindset and their deliberate practice to get better. And they just sort of went, kept going through the motions. So in your clinical work and you're working with young hockey players, um, what are the, like some of the things that you discuss with them about choosing deliberate practice and why it's so imperative to the continuous growth, not just in their skill set, but more importantly, in their mental and emotional capabilities? Because I always look at it this, Dr. Willis, is that you don't rise to your training, you fall to your habits. And yes. when, when stress hits you, you always end up falling back to what you're comfortable with and if what you're comfortable with isn't at a high level you're gonna get you're not gonna get the results that you want oh my gosh you you nailed it you nailed it um, and then and here's the thing your first comment about the different professions and how they are worse after years and years versus better um, one of the professions is is being a doctor right being a medical doctor and 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 that's scary right to think that the doctor that just came out of school might be a little bit more in tune than the, than the one that's been in practice for 10 or 15 years. That's scary, but it's not a rule. It is a potential, right? And it really comes down to what you just mentioned. And that is the idea that we have to continue to challenge ourselves. We have to continue to, to push ourselves to learn more and more. It's not, you know, your, your comment about how do I address these guys that are, you know, in the game and trying to be their best and trying to move up and play at higher levels this is an idea that I don't need you to understand the details of it, but at an early age, I need you to understand the concept of it. And that is you don't learn something once and then go on and just say, okay, I've learned that. Let me do the next thing. Okay. I've learned that. Let me do the next thing. It's not that it's about learning over and over and over and over again. Right. And if you look at my coaching program, you'll notice that it's the same for all the levels. And what I mean is that there's a foundation level, there's a media intermediate level, and then there's a high sort of an elite level. And I do that for every single um, age group and, and, and skill group that I, that I work with. And that's because it's not the same 
exact content, but it's the same concept, right? That we have to work on fundamentals. We have to work those into, you know, becoming automatic habit. And then we have to continue elevate, elevate, elevate. I love your comment about we don't rise to sort of our goals and our aspirations. We fall to our habits, the things that we do when we're not thinking. Uh, And when you're under pressure, our brains stop thinking. So if we don't develop those habits at a high level, then guess what? Our, our performance at and under pressure when it matters the most is less, right? It's, it's not as, as functional. So to, to sort of get into this idea of deliberate practice, it's, it's the idea that you have to be intentional with the idea that I am developing my body. I'm developing my mind. I'm working on skills that I'm going to use throughout my, my career in this game. And if you just go into this thinking, well, I've already done that, or I'm already really good at that. And I don't need to work on it anymore. Those are the guys that are going to get shuffled out. And it's, and it's not right because they could have massive potential, but it's reality because they've sort of said, Oh, I'm ready to work on the next thing. And the next thing. Um, So, you know, I, I, I sort of look at what you guys do and your ability to scout players and see what they're capable of and see potential and all that kind of stuff. Do you notice do you notice practice habits, different practice habits in the players that, you know, are highly touted or the ones that you see massive potential versus the ones that, you know, they're good, but for whatever reason, there's something about the way they practice that um, is worrisome, right? Do you guys see that? I'm sure you do, but I mean, is that something that you process and, and track and all that kind of stuff? Uh, we'll answer a question from my, my perspective. The, the main thing that we look for when it comes to development curves is if you take a, take a player from the beginning of the season, let's use an example in real time here, Matthew Nyes. Um, he has a similar situation as a, a former drafted player, Matt Boldy, in the sense that they both have tremendous tools. And because of those tools, they both are in an experimentation phase. And they're trying to figure out exactly where they can implement uh, their, their size and their hand combination on the ice to get the, the most optimal play. And so what I'm looking for, uh, what I looked for from Matt Boldy, and which he did show, and what I look for from Matthew Nyes, and he is now showing it the, towards the end of the season here, is that they're starting to, to recognize within their skill acquisition which skill is the best in each area of the ice to have the most success. And, that, and, and it shows in their production. Right. And usually at the start of the season, you see these types of players um, have difficulty finishing, which is exactly what occurred with Matthew Nyes. It was less of a factor for, for Boldy, but definitely a factor for Matthew Nyes. And now towards the end of the season, you're starting to see him put, to, put his shot together at range because he has the mechanics, but he didn't know when and where he should shoot. Now he's starting to learn that process. Part of that is the practice off the ice. It, it really is the, the, the drilling off the ice. It's, the, it's the, what you say when it comes to the, uh, the, the type of practice that he's doing, that effortful practice where he's engaged. You can tell that that's coming through. Right. And that's very important yeah. to see that adaptation. Um, the, the question I had for you, Kevin, was we just had our skills and development coach on uh, Pat Malloy, and he discussed the process. Uh, he's, he's somebody who formerly worked with Nick Haig, who was uh, severely knock-kneed. And now there's a there's a prospect in this draft who is also severely knock-kneed in Brent Clark. And his task was rebuilding, essentially, um, Nick Haig and Brent Clark and trying to build a mus- help build the musculature around uh, their knee ligaments so that they could skate better with better posture. Okay. Now the, the thing that was interesting that he said though, was he said that it's very dry. 
you know, and, and I, I told him how I came from a strength and conditioning background where, yeah, a lot of it's just repetition. So my mm-hmm. question for you is how do you, uh, when, when you look at this effortful, almost attention to the development process in terms of practice, what do you say when it comes to the dry approach and just putting in those repetition? Is it, is it about, uh, I guess the term would be going back, is it about persistence? Is it just about the kids staying level-headed and staying persistent through that process for you? Is there something else there in terms of your practice philosophy that you think you can incorporate? Yeah, well, you know, it comes down to a, a be, be honest with you, a personality trait, right? The the willingness to do something over and over and over again, um, just because the coach told you to do it, versus trying something new. I've done that. Let me do something else, coach. Come on, come on, coach. This is boring. Can we do something else, right? So that's a personality trait that would definitely lend itself to making something easier or more difficult when it comes to being, you know, really purposeful in your practice approach. Uh, so that would be one thing that I would like to know about that player. Where are they? What is their, you know, personality when it comes to doing stuff like that? Because if they are that adventurous type that gets bored really fast and just can't stand doing things over and over again, I would need to know that because I got to ride those guys a little bit harder because just because they're ready to go on to the next thing doesn't mean they're ready to go on to the next thing. And so my job then is to keep them focused. And because I know their tendency is to sort of get away from it, then I got to be a little bit of a hard ass to keep them on task. Somebody else who is really good about repetition, doing things over and over again, and they could do it till they fall over dead because it's just not that big a deal. I don't have to worry about that as much. And that's part about going back to know your players, know their tendencies, know their personality, know their hockey type, right? Is that, you know, what are their tendencies so that I can sort of manage um, with that. But then we're going to jump into here in a minute about, you know, the, how you practice matters and the different aspects of deliberate practice. And, and we'll sort of get into that again in the repetition side of it, because at the end of the day, you know, we've got to take these things and turn them into automatic habit. And that doesn't come by doing it just a few times that comes from doing it over and over, just like we talked about last week, you know, we are increasing the myelin around the neurons that make the muscle fibers fire. Right. And, and by doing that, we are making it more likely that they're going to do the right thing at the right time because we drilled it into them. We've literally changed their physiology to do a specific skill because we drilled it into them. We're going to take a quick break on Hockey Prospect Radio. We'll be back right after these messages. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential. But all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. 
Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. 